Hey guys, it's Lynn right here with you on Seriously. I'm coming to you most days from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously. Or I know, I know, I know, and Rick will tell you I am a pain in the ass about shit like this. But I'm just going to remind you again. Isn't that great? Because I'm here for you. Add me to your favorite podcast app on your smartphone, for God's sake. Really? And please, please, please. If you like the episodes you're hearing, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, subscribe to it. If you love it, please share it. I really want to start to cultivate a community of people who want to learn more, do more, and be better in all aspects of our lives. And today on or in another episode of Let's Talk Ag, I'm going to address some of the questions are actually one of the main questions I've got in the last couple days and I think it's worth bringing out and discussing don't you so let's get into it so on today's episode of let's talk ag I wanted to talk about the romaine e. coli um, scare outbreak however you want to call it depends on what media outlet you're watching depends on the who the what the why you're listening to. Um, but in the recent days, there was a, um, an E. coli outbreak in with romaine lettuce and there were, um, basically, uh, notifications stating that you need to be careful where your romaine comes from, if it comes from Yuma, Arizona, you shouldn't eat it, blah, blah, blah. But that's all the information that was out there. Now, I know firsthand as a consumer, when you get that kind of information, it is absolutely daunting because you're like, well, what the fuck? Romaine from Yuma, Arizona, what the hell? I, I don't understand. Who is it? Who grew it? Why is it only Yuma? Is all romaine okay to eat? You know, if it comes from someplace else, am I better off? I mean, there's all these questions that swirl around and all the questions that I'm getting from you guys. I appreciate it because that leads me to go and search out more. And I want you as consumers, as listeners of this podcast, I want you to go out and search for your why. I want you to ask those questions because as consumers, we absolutely have the right to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the biggest questions was, well, how come we don't know who is the company that this romaine um, issue is with, this romaine lettuce E. coli issue is with? Now, I don't have all the information on this, and I'm going to be very, very open and upfront with you. I don't know who or what the company is, the why, any of that. I do know after doing some searching and speaking to some food safety experts um, in the field, they do say that in order to alleviate any scares, to be very mindful on the approach on how to do this, they will not release the name of the company until everything is verified. Every, you know, they do testing on different samples to make sure, you know, is this an isolated incident? Where did it come from? How did it come from? Is it water? Is it soil? You know, they have to be very diligent in searching the why to make sure that when they come back to us, 
all of the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, and they give us the right information. Um, I know that doesn't give you a whole lot to go on, and I am so sorry because I'm in the same boat with you, but just know this, that if we didn't have that oversight, if we didn't have the, you know, the protocols put in place to make sure that everything is done in order and correctly, people's lives would be destroyed because there could be people being falsely accused of things. Um, one of the experts referred to the, um, spinach E. coli outbreak years ago and how it was too much jumping to the gun and giving out information that really was partially true, but not totally proven. And it created lawsuits and hysteria and so much more problems than probably was needed. I hope I didn't confuse you guys even more. But what I want you to know first and foremost is A, always, always, always know that you have a choice. B, you have the right to question where your food comes from, where it's grown, how it's grown, and the handling practices. Three, or C, always make sure you ask those questions. You know, I... I know we talk about this a lot, but it's important to know. You should not think that just because your food's in the grocery store that that's the absolute final destination. You should want to ask that why if there's an issue. Because it makes us more accountable as consumers and it makes us more accountable as voters. Because when it comes down to supporting agriculture here in these United States. We need to be better formed on why. Okay. So in the coming weeks, as soon as I hear more, I will share it with you. Thank you for your messages. Thank you for the questions asking what the fuck. I know it's a little, it's a little scary, especially when you have to realize that this is your food supply, that something's happening to But this is a very stark reminder that anything can happen. Anything can happen. All right, guys. I know I probably left you with more questions and answers, but I wanted to address those messages that I received in the recent. Um, I'm hoping by the end of the week or the start of next week in another edition of Let's Talk Ag that we're going to have a food safety expert on and address some of those things that are taking place. And two things I want to leave you with. If you are in an area that has you using reusable bags, please, please, please do the following. One, have one bag for produce, one bag for meat, one bag for other items. Okay? Do not mix your produce with your meat and your eggs with your meat, that kind of things. That's where you have cross-contamination issues. We are our own worst enemy when it comes to um, foodborne illness. (coughs) Two, wash and sterilize your bags. Make sure you have the type of bags that you can put in the washing machine or the dishwasher to clean your bags after each use. You truly do not know what is coming off of your food onto the bags. That's why I was always a big fan of paper because you could use it as a garbage bag and throw that shit away. 
But most of all, even with all the crazy shit that happens, it is so important to remember to never talk ill of a farmer with your mouth full while you're either in your home, using any electronic device, or in your car. Because without that farmer, without agriculture, we wouldn't have shit. The one thing that could bring this country to its knees is the lack of food supply. And you need to know that. And I don't need to be giving you scare tactics, but you need to understand that there is so many things that we need to rally behind, but we need to make sure we have a safe, reliable food source here to take care of all of us. Because depending on foreign food is not an option. All right, guys, thank you again for listening in. Please keep coming in with your questions and concerns and comments because you are making me a better advocate. You are teaching me, and I hope I am teaching you or giving you cause to go learn more and search out your why. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.